The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our Old Testament reading for today from 2 Samuel chapter 7 and especially these words. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. You're invited to be seated. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. In our day and age, if somebody wishes to build a house, the first thing they need to do is go and get a building permit. They must get permission in order to begin working on a site. In most locations, that building permit is required to be displayed very publicly at the site where the building is happening. Just in case anyone has any question whether the construction has been approved. In one way, you could say in our Old Testament reading for this morning, we have the story of the great King David seeking a building permit for some construction that he wishes to do. Having been given rest from his enemies by God, David decided that it was long past time that God himself should have a permanent house in which to dwell. He thought it was rather shameful that he, the king, had a house of cedar, while the king of kings, God, was still dwelling in a tent that had been dragged throughout the entire wilderness. And so he asked the prophet Nathan if he could begin such a building. Could he give thanks to God by constructing a house for God? But as we heard, God ended up rejecting this request for a building permit. God informed David that he did not yet desire for a permanent structure to be built. After all, he had had no permanent home since he had brought his people up from Egypt. He could rule and reign just fine right out of that tent. But God was not done speaking. He was not done simply with rejecting David's request for a building permit. Instead, he said that he would indeed be that day issuing a building permit, but for a different builder. And who was that builder? Well, God himself. Yes, God told David that he would build for David a house. Now, of course, he wasn't talking about building a house of cedar. For indeed, David already had such a house. Instead, he was talking about building a house in the sense of providing him with descendants who would rule on his throne long after he fell asleep in death. He told David that the house that he would build for him, well, that house would rule forever. And that's quite a statement to say that someone would reign upon a throne forever. After all, there's never been any dynasty in the history of the world that has ruled forever. Oh, many have suggested that they would. Many have suggested that they should plan as if they were going to. But one after another, 
those great empires and their dynasties have fallen, only to be replaced by the next great dynasty, which also ignorantly believes they will rule forever. You know, in our day, it's sort of become a customary thing to show one another photographs on our phones. After all, many people never get around to or don't even desire to print out all the photographs that are taken on the phones we carry around with us. And so the phone becomes sort of a mini-digital picture frame on which to share memories with people. The only problem, though, when showing someone a picture on your phone is that often because the screen is so small, it's hard to capture any of the detail of the picture. If you want to do that, one usually has to zoom in on the phone. On most phones, you simply take your two fingers and spread them apart, and all of a sudden, the picture becomes larger, and you can see more detail. I ask you this morning to imagine that someone is showing you a picture of that day that occurred in our gospel reading. That day when the angel Gabriel came and told the Virgin Mary that she would give birth to the Christ child. Imagine them showing you a picture of that moment. And then they say to you, do you see it? You say, see what? They say it's right there on Mary's belly. Mystified by what they're saying, you take the phone and you zoom in. You pan over a little bit to where Mary's belly is, and sure enough, there it is. On her belly is posted a building permit. And if you look close enough, you see that the builder is God himself. Yes, right there inside of Mary's womb, God is building for King David a house. No, not a house of cedar, but rather a dynasty that will rule on his throne forever. Inside that womb is the one who will rule over the throne of David and over the people of God forever. That is the location that God has chosen to build this house. Now Mary herself thought it a rather odd place to build such a house. How could that one who would be king and messiah and savior rest inside her womb when she was yet a virgin? Well, indeed, God admitted with man that would be impossible. But with God, all things were possible. And so she was told, this Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born shall be called Holy, the Son of God. As we gather here this morning on Christmas Eve morning, we are so close to the celebration of the birth of Jesus. We could say that if we're sort of tracking along according to time, that Mary's belly by now is protruding quite far out, her back is rather sore, and she longs for that day when this child will leave her womb and enter into the world where he has come, which he has come to save. In just hours, we will gather here again 
to hear the wondrous story of the day when that one was born, that one who would rule over God's people, over us, forever and ever. We will hear how he comes to rule not with force and coercion, but with grace and mercy. He will rule by dying and rising for us, for our sin, for our salvation. We will hear how God has built a house for David, and in so doing has given a house for all of us who believe in the Christ child to dwell within. He has given us the house of God, the Christian church, in which to spend our days. The placing of the Christ child into the womb of Mary was God's plan to build a house for God's people so that they could live with him forever. Yes, that same child in her womb would one day later be crowned with thorns and would just three days after that rise from the dead. He would prove himself to be that king that God had always promised, that king who would rule forever. The problem that David had all those years ago was not his desire to do something for God, but rather his mistaken idea that he was the one who had the power to make all things permanent. He believed that as king, that if he built the palace and built a temple, well, then he could establish his throne forever in Jerusalem. But that was not so. For you see, the only way that the throne of David could be established forever was if God established it forever. We too often believe that if we want something to be just right, well then we have to take care of it ourselves. We tend to think that the most certain things in the world are the ones that we have built with our own hands. We believe that the most solid things are those which we can continue to control. Yes, we think in one sense that our hands are the hands of a master craftsman or craftswoman, and that we are the ones who can build things that will last. And yet if we're honest, we know that's not true. For the things we try to build in our life, they often fall right down. The things we believe that we made sure would remain permanent, well, they prove themselves rather temporary. Now we must admit that we cannot produce on our own the safety and permanence we all desire. Today we come here and are reminded of God by this truth. We admit that God indeed is not in need of our help, that we should build something for him, but rather that we are in need of his help, that he would build something for us. No, instead of us building something permanent that God can be proud of, God himself builds all things that will remain forever. And he builds the most important thing ever right there in Mary's womb. Do you see the building permit right there on Mary's belly? God himself is building a house. He's building a house for David and he's building a house for you. Soon, very soon, we shall see that house. Though it will look very meager in the beginning, 
In the end, it will be magnificent. He will be magnificent. He will rule and reign over us forever. In him, we will find forgiveness in life. In him, we will find the safety and permanence we always have desired. Yes, know this. As we wait a few more hours for the Christ child's arrival, know that God is building a house for you, right there in Mary's womb. Amen.